Hello and welcome everyone to our latest episode of the Rethinking UX podcast brought to you by Rethinking UX community. I'm your host Shailendra, a member of our diverse community which comprises of folks from product design, engineering, strategy and many more. Today we are continuing our product room series where we help our audience understand the intricacies of product and design without all the framework jargon and the bookish knowledge. I'm thrilled today to uh, to have Madhumita Gupta joining us who is the director of UX at Mintra. Thank you Madhumita. And before we introduce the topic to the audience, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey Shailendra, thanks a lot for inviting me to this amazing uh, podcast. Really looking forward to have an amazing um, you know dialogue with you. Um I call myself a convert. So I started I finished reading science i wanted to do a phd but then i went to computer science uh, and finished my computer science degree from iit kharagpur uh, but you know as life would have it i again converted and moved to design uh, i have done design for products um, as a consultant as a product designers and uh, this is a topic which is very close to my heart uh, hence you know when i got this chance to talk to you about uh, product and user research i couldn't say no so really looking forward to this uh, conversation great madhumita i like that term convert right uh, i also am a bit of a con- convert right i have my roots in engineering science and and everything but i am also a writer and and you know i keep writing so dabble with literature a bit so in that sense uh, we share that commonality so today's topic is uh, something again i am also very close to i uh, i have i have been discussing about this topic with quite a few people lately and i thought it it's best to hear it from the horse's mouth somebody who does it for a living which is user research or product design so there is a lot of gyan available on the internet about what user research is but let's let's hear it from you and you know let's start by just asking you one simple question why do you think product research is hard um well it's a million dollar question to begin with um i usually start uh with the fact that you know unless we find the right problem uh we really don't make good products a product must solve a problem that the target current user is currently facing if you observe there are three words in this whole sentence target customer solution as well as the problem right now to understand these three things we need to do research and uh, research is not new it has been done by marketing team sales team founders tech and design teams academia for years together however when the research is not done well without a focus to find out the current problem it is often you know a rubber stamp or really doesn't lead to anything so uh, product research is not hard if you know what you're looking for okay so is there any good or bad way of doing research you know what the number of research methodologies that are uh, coming up and has been growing um, it's it's just amazing and the lines between different departments are constantly blurring because uh, even though the focus differs ultimately we're talking about human interaction right human computer interactions yeah. so understanding human is the core aspect of doing a research 
If you look at research, research can be categorized into qualitative, quantitative, and if you do both of it, it's mixed method, right? And researches can be classified into exploratory, means you are trying to figure out something new. You are exploring a new market or a new idea. Yeah. Formative, like you already have an idea and you want to uh, form an opinion around it. probably uh, have an hypothesis and you're trying to test that summative like you want to summarize everything that is out there in the market you're you're creating a, an insight out of it and validatory which is often you have a prototype or you have an idea you want to go and test the waters um, so as long as you are sure of which type of methods that you are uh, trying to conduct mm-hmm. what is fundamental is the objective what are you trying to find out okay. who is your target audience and of course a lot of time should go into insights and recommendation in fact research can go completely useless if these aspects are missing if you're just following too much of priority or emphasis on the methodology and you have missed out on defining the objective your input will be garbage and obviously your output would be garbage finally bias can be a biggest roadblock to a good research now you would uh, you know you asked me good research versus bad research i can give you an example of a bad research yeah. you know we often hear um, founders or even you know big enterprise uh, you know authoritative people saying that hey let's do some gorilla testing where you take your idea and you go and ask your colleagues or your water boy or a, you know a housekeeping staff and you say okay what, what do you think about my project and uh, there is no preparation you don't know what you are asking you're just looking for uh, confirmation that okay this idea works because you you know there are people who will not actually give you right feedback to act upon they will probably they are too scared or they are just too nice to you um i'll talk about a book which is my favorite book later on uh which really touches upon this why you should not do uh gorilla testing gorilla testing is a good idea as long as you're not doing it with your loved ones and your friends and family yeah i actually recently read a tweet around this that you know the bangalore founders or bangalore pms interviewing with bangalore engineers and asking them about certain product is really not user testing right this is like exactly like validation exactly. of your Yes, yeah, so you, you mentioned. You will see uh, LinkedIn. There yeah. are a lot of these, um, you know, posts which comes like, "What do you like this or that?" Yeah, that, that they are yeah, trying that. to do A B uh, yeah. testing without any context, any without context. understanding what you are trying to undo for whom. It becomes a completely waste of time yeah. for yeah. both the researcher as well as you know people who so, are participating. So you mentioned about this range of research, right? So how do you? How does one decide? what what which kind of research uh, is is needed and secondly uh, i have also heard it's very costly right uh, so how much cost is is required there and thirdly who should do it so there are three questions in one uh, which kind okay. of research what is the cost and who should own it okay um you know i will give you a very cliche uh, answer it depends yeah. uh but you know it it absolutely depends on um the nature the scope the scale and uh, hence the cost like if you are doing a big market segment uh, study like the marketing team does uh, or competitive or comparative landscaping uh, these large scale methods can be done with surveys and focus groups 
uh, if you are doing it yourself, um, it, it's free. I mean, you just need to create a Google form. However, uh, recruitment becomes very hard and that's where you reach out to an agency who will probably uh, charge you, uh, in India at least, um, you know, a couple of lakh rupees, uh, depending upon how big is your audience, how many people you want to send out the survey to. When in product design, uh, we often look for impact and reach. Uh, here we rely a lot on qualitative analytics uh, or qualitative interviews. Uh, also, we do a lot of secondary research, right? Like looking into um, what the best practices are, what our customer services are getting, what are the community posts. These are all free. Like you just have to sit and dig yeah. through these enormous amount of data. However, if you want to do a very quantitative sentiment analysis, that's when you need, uh, you know, a Qualtrics or any BI tools, uh, which will help you dig through, um, you know, you can even do word clouding just to go through and understand the initial sentiment. Uh, design team often does contextual inquiry. Now, this means that, you know, we as a designer would go to the place where our users or customers are, are going to use the system. So, if uh, let's say I'm building something for our warehouse, I will go and visit that warehouse and watch those people work on it. Or if I'm building a product to be used in a household, I will go to and uh, visit a couple of people in their households and watch them how they are using our tools or um, how would they even think about our product idea, right? Now, uh, that includes your travel cost, the recruitment cost. Usually we pay people when they give us time. That's, that's a way of honoring their time. Uh, and that can vary, you know. Sometimes it, we pay around 500 to, depending upon how big is your research, how much time you're spending, you can go to 1,000, 1,500 per session, per uh, interview, uh, right? Um, and, you know, no method is proprietary. It's not like only one team can do research. As long as we have a good understanding of what needs to be done, it's usually recommended that a multidisciplinary team comes into picture to get the good understanding from different perspectives. So if you're completely trying a new idea in a completely new target segment, I would say get the marketing team to run uh, some segment analysis, target segment analysis or trend analysis, get your product team to do some comparative com uh, competitive study as a secondary research and as UX researcher do some um, uh, and, you know, uh, anthropological uh, or ethnographic research. So go and visit people and see what they are doing. Interesting. And ultimately, it's all about stitching the story yeah. together. Very interesting. Uh, on that point where you mentioned that people actually go and visit the houses of people and see how they, they live. I actually happened to be talking to somebody who worked for Kurkure and, you know, their brand yeah. team. And, you know, they, they mentioned that, you know, they actually stayed in people's houses because it's a pure, pure consumer product, right? And it's a whole family uses it. And then this is where they came up with that slogan of Teda hai par mera hai because they, they saw that in the family, there are different kind of people, right? And who all live. And this insight uh, of this tagline eventually, which is Teda Hai Par Mera Hai, which was a very successful one, actually came out of that research. So I was pretty intrigued by uh, understanding this, that, you know, some of these things which are invaluable can come out of research and interaction. Oh, yes. 
I remember I once did a research um, back in the US for an insurance company mm-hmm. and uh, we had recruited and we had called them like do you use a computer um, we want to know if you would buy your insurance online and they yeah. said yeah sure come over yeah. and we went we went there yeah. we saw that you know they had a very old desktop which was you know dumped with clothes i don't think they even opened it but they just know yes i have a computer but they were definitely not the target audience right they are not the tech savvy people who are not regularly using so unless you go to their place if you just talk over the phone they can make up but when you visit them you really see the reality yeah in fact one more thing very very much similar to what you said is people don't want to tell you that like they will say something but they will actually do something else right for example they will, they don't want to be seen as somebody who doesn't know how to operate this or you know if you give them a task they will never say that i can't do this they will just try and figure out something right and they will say yes, something that's, else that's a bias it's a uh, there's yeah. a conformity bias we'll talk lo- more about yeah, it sure. uh, but yeah definitely those things are to be watched so so we spoke about the insights right uh, so insights will come but how do we use those insights and who uses these insights with the product team design team or the marketing team are they are they even actionable like what do you do with those insights very good question in fact my personal opinion is people spend a lot of time planning scheduling doing the research but they don't do justice to finding insights because it's it's a human tendency to latch on to an idea right like if you were looking for a validation you found couple of people saying that yes this is good and you kind of latch on to it and say yeah yeah my idea is great uh, so really taking a step back looking and revisiting every interview or every data that you have collected and spending considerable time on it will only help you uh, get insights i'll give you a, a very interesting example recently mm-hmm. i was uh, reading about uh, so you know people are talking about sustainable cups in starbucks right starbucks is an american yeah. company which yeah. is uh, very famous for coffee and uh, you know constantly there's enormous waste of coffee because americans drink a lot of coffee and there's a constant sur- search for a sustainable cup so people have been always thinking about making uh, the cup reusable or making the cup more uh, handy or uh, you know more uh, easy to with little cognitive load however there was one person who had a different idea and who spent real time talking and researching and drawing a lot of insights with a couple of folks in a workshop and then when they came out of it the insight was that the problem is not with the cup the problem is personalization right if i if i go with a cup and somebody could scan that cup and say that okay you usually order this type of coffee uh this is the size that you look at this is your name then obviously uh, the entire service becomes a lot more personalized right and then the adoption for that cup is not just sustainable but much more which is personalization and who doesn't like to be treated special right yeah so just looking at insights from a different perspective with an open mind is essential to even find something um, concrete so i i if you say how do you plan your research i said if i spend one am- unit of time in um, you know planning one am- unit for execution two units for analysis and then one unit for communication is how i distribute the time and uh, you 
you mentioned like how do i make things actionable right uh, so it's not enough to say two out of 10 people couldn't find the new feature right that's an observation that's not an insight but people were connecting this feature as a tutorial to learn to complete their task that's an insight hence you can recommend that you know you need to create a place that this feature uh, is treated as a place where you it's a knowledge hub maybe you need yeah. a resource tab or you know knowledge repository because people at in their mental model they are looking for a certain information that you're trying to test they think that it should be in that knowledge repository that's an insight so um you know for very large projects researchers create site maps or journeys or service blueprints even create prototypes uh it all depends on what was originally expected at the beginning of the project uh but sometimes insights can just be a set of good um usable in uh, recommendations or even product features very interesting the difference between observation and an insight because typically people just think take an observation and think that is the insight and start acting upon it yeah right. No, and you bring in bias right because then you are putting your idea instead of actually citing that customers said this which is why we often say that don't even reword what the customer said take their words as is and then start analyzing don't uh-huh. even write like they said so just say ki verbatim the bola tha or they had said like this right verbatim correct so now now a question which i think many of the product managers especially will ask which is they we hear that you know this is product research or user research takes a lot of time is there a way to cut short the time is there a shortcut around this um so i was telling you about this mom test right so let me tell you a little more and you will be able to see what's what does that shortcut mean yeah. so i'm not going to say that there is no shortcut there is shortcuts mm-hmm. as long as you know use it smartly So imagine you have a great idea about a product you take this to your mom and you say okay what do you think about this idea what do you think your mom is going to say most likely she will encourage you right and show her care for you like oh my child has come up with this so she would usually encourage you unfortunately she will not be able to critique your idea similarly with friends they will not try to hurt you or share constructive idea thinking that it might hurt you or you it will dampen your enthusiasm right um they will say i'm sure you'll figure it out you can read more about this in a book called mom test by rob fitzpatrick uh this book really talks about how to ask right question and whom to ask these questions so uh that's where you know finding the right set of folks to uh talk to and then ask many times product managers do this mistake right they will create a panel of 20 10 20 users and then they keep going back to them and asking them questions this is not just product managers even researchers do that but if you do that you are building the product for those 20 people unless yeah, you kind yeah. of expand and you you create a variety of sample size uh you know you create that bias so if you really have to cut corners if you can't really talk to people 
don't at least talk to your friends or your families because that will create more bias than having no data rather you sit do your desk research you will get lot more ideas right uh, so i mean the one thing that i really want to send today is uh, shortcut doesn't mean that you make the system bad don't try that uh, it's okay if you can't do the research uh, but if you do it do it right sure we also uh, you also mentioned about some of the biases so i won't go into the detail of this looking at the time i think uh, you know we will probably post those things on the on the description but one thing certainly i want to ask is what are the best ways to learn about research like are there any good books or or journals which one should look at oh yes there are millions of books like i said you know research is something which is practiced by different disciplines couple of things which i can uh, i have personally used um, you know you can learn about user research from idf interaction design foundation um hfi also conducts uh, user research uh, as part of their hfi certification you can just do that user research or the entire certification depending upon uh, your choice wish stanford uh, mooc classes also provide lot of um lot of tutorials on how to do what are the different ways of doing researches in terms of books uh, uh, my favorite book is a more beautiful question by warren burker uh, it talks about how to ask open ended question how to embrace silence like we often feel that if my uh, user is not talking maybe i should say something right but uh, value silence because then the other person feels uncomfortable and they start sharing more mm-hmm. so active listening and uh, uh, embracing silence um another uh, very uh, handy book which is usually something which i use when i am thinking of planning a research observing the user research second edition a practitioner guide to user research by elizabeth putman uh, she has put together I mean, it's a, it's a book written by multiple authors, uh, but that it has a good set of different methodologies and when to apply what. Okay, um, there is also um, an article uh, on by Nick Babbage on top ten books about user uh, UX research uh, in in Vision um, website. So there you will see, uh, you know, he has listed number of books depending upon the uh, which one you want to learn more about. If you want to learn more about qualitative or quantitative or mixed methods, that's a good place to start with. Thanks, thanks, Madhumita. So I'll certainly go through some of those. And for the audience, we will publish the links uh, in the description uh, so that you can, you know, go through those links also. So I think that brings us to the end. Thank you, Madhumita, so much for this enlightening session. I am sure. I I learned a few things here and I'm sure people who are listening to this would also have gotten enlightened by this. Uh so let me try and summarize what I have learned at least from from today's session. So there are different kinds of formats as you mentioned qualitative quantitative uh but some of the basic things don't change right which is the objective the target audience insights and recommendation. And then you mentioned about the difference between an insight and an observation that was also very nice. user research can be done by marketing or design or the products team and all have different objective but as you said a best thing will be a combination like a cross functional team who, who does this uh it's not always expensive as you said you know the mom test and google testing and there's some inexpensive ways also which you can do and we have to stay cognizant of our biases uh and uh, that's it 
so thank you so much madhumita once again we hope that the session was as enlightening uh, for for all of all of us who are listening to this and please make sure to follow our podcast so that you are notified whenever we upload a new episode and join us within the product room of our rethinking ux community on slack stay tuned we have more episodes on our way thank you so much thank you